received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to the Gamblu Bout Business Podcast version of UFC 274, Oliveira versus Gaethje. Some real fireworks happening on this one so we'll get right in but as usual couple orders of business the first one is to welcome all new listeners and to thank extremely thank the passionate fight fans that we have throughout the globe that tune in to listen to us your passion drives our podcast and oh by the way speaking of passion it's the nhl Stanley Cup playoffs happening right now. Full coverage, full passionate coverage of that tournament comes from me. You can get that at gamblue.com, but we're not here to talk about hockey. Last week while I was away, a dismal one and three performance. We lose a couple of units now, 38 and 48. We're showing plus 1.47. Units of profit, 2% ROI, nothing to write home about. However, we're all focused about today. Now, last future that we have writing that is open, Yuri Prochaska, minus 180 versus Glover Teixeira. That'll be June 11th at UFC 275. We hold Prochaska minus 180. Currently, he's minus 195 at DraftKings. Uh, let's hope that fight uh, progresses forward. Now let's move right into this week with one change. Because of what's happening right now with the weigh-ins, we're going to run this fight card back from round five to round one. Knowing that, let's kick it right off with round five. So here's the story with a round five that's already exciting. As Listeners are aware we released Charles Oliveira minus 150 weeks ago, months ago, expecting this fight. Until 10.45 a.m. Pacific, and the fighters had until 11 a.m. Pacific to weigh in. Until 10.45 a.m., Oliveira had not stepped on the scale, clearly indicating that the cut was more than difficult for him. Gaethje, by the way, Stepped on the scale, the second fighter, the second athlete on the scale. So for two hours, Gaethje, or an hour and 45, Gaethje's been eating bananas and rehydrating while Oliveira's been trying to get to the weight. Obviously, sometimes you have tough weight cuts. Oliveira had one. Currently, he's trying to cut the last half pound that he missed by. He has an hour to do that. We're in that hour period, and I'm watching that with one eyeball on my notes and one eyeball on that screen. 
However, during the weigh-ins and at 10.45 exactly, when I knew Oliveira was having trouble with the cut in such a big fight, with the price as it was, Oliveira minus 175, Gaethje plus 155, I released on Twitter, I'm releasing right now, a Gaethje bet for one unit. What does that do? It basically buys us out of the Oliveira bet even money. If Gaethje wins the fight, we win 155 and we'll tuck a nickel into our pockets if Oliveira wins the fight. And I think that that, quite honestly, is going to be a more difficult task for him now after what I've seen. If he does, then we wash away any profit. But I'm comfortable doing that. I don't want to go as far as to bet Gaethje. I'm not greedy, and I am superstitious. Right now, I feel fortunate that in a situation like this, we can get out even. When I released Oliveira, it's a 145-pound fighter fighting at 155. Never in my wildest dreams could I have expected any kind of weight issue, or I would not have released him. So, understanding all of that, there is no round five, at least as far as Oliveira is concerned, but there is a round five as far as what our release is going to be, and that's going to take us to the lightweight division on the main card in a fight between Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson. This fight's going to be really an awesome fight, and I believe to an extent it's mispriced, and I believe that there is a tarnish on Ferguson that there maybe should not be. I think it's possible, as Ferguson mentioned during the interviews this week, that Chandler's overlooking him, and I think it's possible that many of We Fight fans could be also. What he is is a durable guy that has claimed in interviews to getting back to basics. He feels disrespected. He's fallen down a couple of rungs from the pinnacle of lightweightdom that he held when Khabib held the title. He wants his fame back. He wants his notoriety back. He feels Michael Chandler cut the line. Ferguson's much taller man. Surely has UFC experience on almost anyone he goes against. Five inches of reach advantage, arms two with the legs. Now Chandler's a busy guy. He he unleashes 5.17 strikes a minute. He's busy. He's forward striking. And so I think we're going to have a fight here where Chandler's going to try and get right to Ferguson. And I think Ferguson's going to try and wrap Chandler up, get him to the ground, and make him earn it. I think Ferguson's getting overlooked here at a price of plus three or plus 310, 315. With that in mind, round five, we're going to invest a quarter of a unit at Ferguson plus 300 or better. You can find 310, three and a quarter out there. Also, I think a bet for Ferguson is a bet on the over. And though it's one and a half shaded to the minus 165 to the over, I like the fight to start round three, which is actually two and a half minutes longer than one and a half. Chandler-Ferguson fight to start round three is even money. Bet one unit to win one unit. I love that. In a fight, I think we'll go to a grimy, ugly, 
decision. Ferguson's still durable, and I don't know that you're just going to get him out of there. Ferguson for a quarter of a unit at plus 300 or better. Chandler Ferguson starts round three plus 100 for one unit. That's round five. Let's move right into round four, which is a parlay. And we'll go right into the co-main event of the evening, Women's Strawweight Championship, Champion Rose Namajunas against challenger Carla Esparza. I won't spend too much time on this fight, but suffice it to say that I look at Rose and Carla as significantly different fighters than eight years ago when they opened up this division. Then... Rose was a scrawny, developing young professional fighter. Since then, she's really developed into a significantly dangerous mixed martial artist. The level of competition faced has been elite. She can attack. She's well-rounded. And more than anything, this is a fight she asked for. Meanwhile, Esparza, since that first fight has developed, but she's more developed in that her wrestling is better, but she's not necessarily developed a more well-rounded approach. She's the better wrestler, as I said, but she'll be overwhelmed on the feet. And her fight success revolves around her getting a hold of Rose and getting this fight to the ground. I've gone back and forth on whether I think Rose can finish her inside or not, and so with knowing that I want to take the safe approach... So we're just going to go Rose minus 210 as leg one of the parlay. And we're going to go down into an earlier part of the prelims where we're going to find a flyweight fight between Matt Schnell and Brandon Royval. The other side to the Rose Namajunas minus 210 will be Brandon Royval minus 240, 250. Royval is really the longer, taller, larger athlete. He is a submission striker, and he's been in with, even though he's lost to Pantoja and ex-champion Moreno, he's been in with the elite of the division. Schnell has really fought less accomplished competition. In fact, his last fight was a loss to a fighter in Bontoran that Brandon Royval has beaten. I think this is a bit of a mismatch, as the price indicates. Being safe, we're going to just take Roy Val, minus 240, couple him with Rose Namajunas in the co-main event for a one-unit parlay, which will pay plus 1.09 for round four. Before we get to the next round, Let's hear from our fine partners at Manscaped. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide. Plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20 In round three, we got a real barn burner of a fight, and it's going to be the main event of the prelims. Welterweights, Chaos Williams against Randy Rude Boy Brown. 
Chaos Williams, six foot, short, explosive. Guy's got a total chip. You never see him smile. He's totally intense. He understands that what he lacks in mixed martial arts capabilities, he makes up for in explosion, meanness, toughness, power, and determination. He's slight on deft mixed martial arts ability, but long on everything else. On the other side of the cage, he faces a guy in Randy Brown that's really quite the opposite. Brown's going to be three inches taller, have a reach advantage, a leg advantage. He's the more well-rounded fighter by far because he has a depth knowledge of submissions and has used them in fights. Williams more singularly dimensioned, but aggressive. Brown going to have to manage distance and understand that the first round of this fight is going to look an awful lot like Chaos Williams all the way. However, this is a three-round fight. And based on Randy Brown being able to survive that first, use his well-rounded skill, I think we get Chaos Williams into that second or third round. Then the fight begins to look like Rude Boy. This was released earlier in the week. Randy Brown at plus 115. Current pricing, Chaos Williams minus 120 to minus 125. And you can still get Randy Brown plus 100 to plus 105. So right at even money or better, Randy Brown round three is a slight underdog. Now let's move into round two. Round two and round one are similarly linked. In round two, we're going all the way down to a ladies strawweight fight where we have Lupe Gadinez fighting Ariane Carnalosi. Small ladies, over under in the fight, two and a half rounds over, minus 280. Okay, so there's no pot. This is like watching two flies in a mason jar fly around. The key to this fight, to me, I think is the fact that Lupe Godinez, she's been in with a slightly higher caliber of fighter. She also fought a lady at 125 two fights back. That was a loss for her, but taught her tremendously. She's a very, very busy, high-octane wrestler that can strike, and her strengths are speed, cardio, and quickness. On the other side, the Brazilian Carnalosi, has been in with only dubious UFC caliber talent. When she fought Angela Hill, she was stopped. That was a few years ago. And while she may have an experience advantage, I don't like the fact that she's going to be giving away speed, quickness, cardio, and that Gadinez is a wrestling-based fighter going against a Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist. Lastly, and this is the intangible to this fight and the next one, Lupe Godinez is a Mexican fighter. We're in Phoenix, Arizona, and the heart of Mexican culture and fightdom is between Mexico City and Phoenix and everywhere in between. The fans tomorrow will be voracious Mexican fans. 
Lupe Godinez is a Mexican fighter fighting in front of her people. Both her people will enjoy her fighting more as well. She will perform higher because she's fighting in front of her people. Lupe Godinez, via decision now, plus 110. She's priced as a minus 160 or minus 170 favorite. But knowing that this fight is lying 280 to the over, we're going to go Godinez decision because I think she's just going to be too busy against the Brazilian Ariane Carnalosi. Godinez decision round two. Now round one takes us to the first fight of the evening. In that fight, Bantamweights. Journey Newsom got a couple of UFC fights under his belt, takes on newcomer to the organization, Fernie Garcia. Again, Garcia fights out of... Fortis MMA is of Mexican descent, got here via a KO in the Contender Series. I think though, looking at Garcia's record backwards, you'll see he's tough as a $3 stake and is more a decision fighter that accumulates points with volume and striking, and his defense leaves a little to be desired. On the other side of the cage, Journey Newsome, 33 years old, is three years older than Garcia, has had a couple of fights in the UFC against dubious competition, and it was also some time ago. It's been a long time since we've seen Newsome, like September of 2020. He fought uh, and was knocked out by Paulo Costa, and that was in round one. Earlier in December that year, Ricardo Ramos, he lost a decision to. And so it, uh, I, I really think that there's a, a lot of unknown with Newsom. The one thing I do know is that after this time off and getting another shot, we should see his best. And knowing Garcia is more a decision fighter, I think where I want to go with round one is Garcia Newsom. Fight goes to decision, minus 130, minus 135. One unit delivers 0.74 to 0.77, depending on what your price is. So we will review round five. Chandler Ferguson starts round three for one unit, even money. We're also going to sprinkle a little quarter unit on Ferguson, plus 300. Round four is the parlay with Rose to Roy Val. That parlay pays plus 1.09 if you get Roy Val either side of minus 240, Rose either side of minus 210. Round three, Randy Rude Boy Brown. If you got him at openers on Wednesday with me, plus 115. And if you didn't, you got him at plus 100 or a plus 105 while you're listening to this podcast. Then round two. Mexican Lupe Godinez, I'm telling you, she's exciting. You're going to love her. Via decision, plus 110. And then finally in round one, our prop, fight goes to the decision. Fernie Garcia against Journey Newsom, a unit to return 0.74 units to 0.76 units. Next week, there's a fight card. We will be right here tabulating profitability and moving on to next week. Until then, thanks so much for listening and enjoy the fights.
locked into Gamblu's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finacaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. All the the best sports betting podcast on the board look no further than greenrollmedia.com each and every weekend greenroll's covering the nfl college football and mma better than anyone bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in las vegas that's greenrollmedia.com greenrollmedia.com home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network this episode of the bout business mma podcast is sponsored by manscaped manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man we're talking premium deodorant hydrating moisturizer body wash shampoo and conditioner and even a free gift the power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to manscaped get 20 percent off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LOO. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide. Plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LOO. 20LOO. 20LOO.